Hey, this is Ann Wilson, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Ann Wilson. You can catch Ann on tour right now on the Healer Tour with Casting Crowns. You can also catch Ann this Christmas on tour with Phil Wickham. And recently, Ann is on Winter Jam Tour starting in January. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans, by Christian music fans. Gentlemen, it is our one-year anniversary this week. Christian Music but, Guys podcast have been going for one year. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 365 days. Was this a leap year? Because if so, 366. Yeah, so, and also... Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I've talked about it a lot. It's just, you know, uh, hearing how uh, music is just kind of the the tool that you know helps the different artists achieve what they're actually passionate about um and just kind of hearing that journey and how god's used uh their music and their in their life and and then also i think you know just kind of thinking back to the k-love awards was getting to meet our listeners and getting to kind of hear what they're excited about and what music they're really into. And that's really fun because, I mean, we we get on here each week and we talk about, you know, we interview people that we're fans of and we talk to, you know, people um, that we've listened to their music for a while. Or I mean, you know, sometimes they're new. But, but I think just hearing, like, our listeners get excited about who they were, who they're really into and how certain person's music has blessed their life and... Um, so I think getting to talk to our listeners and getting the email that we get and being able to read those, um, has been awesome. I think one of the coolest things, um, has been seeing the, um, amount of opportunities that has just opened up for us in such a quick time. Uh, it's only been a year and we've just gotten to do some amazing things. And looking back, it's just crazy to like think and and see the amount of different artists that we've gotten to interview and speak with and meet. Um, but then also just connections and relationships and everything like that, just to be able to do this and um, just really honored and humbled um, every time we sit down with an artist because um, it's just it's it's cool to get behind the scenes with them and then just hang out with my brothers and some cool people. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I'm looking forward to many more uh, years and just, you know, open to what God has for us in this podcast and uh, beyond the podcast, you know, uh, as we're starting to do things uh, beyond just sitting behind a mic. And so it's really cool to um, expand and just to see what's, what's, what he has for us, you know? So that's real exciting. So like we said in the beginning, we recently sat down with Ann Wilson and uh, she has a new book that just released this week called My Jesus. So Ann takes us on a journey in her book of her family and the things that happened in her life with her, the loss of her brother and, you know, the the goodness of God after that and just how God um, brought them through all of that and her family and her life and the open doors that she had uh, with her music career. So go get a copy of My Jesus on her website. 
and Amazon, wherever you can find uh, books and enjoy this interview. Hey, Anne, thank you for taking the time with us this afternoon. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So you're originally from Lexington, Kentucky, correct? Yes. So uh, my brothers and myself, were all from Louisville. And so, oh, um, so are you a hardcore Kentucky fan? I am. You are. are you a Louisville fan? Yes, we are Louisville fans. Oh, no. so I didn't know if you would have any love for the Cardinals or is it? None. None. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, growing up, like, in Louisville, it was either or, like, there would be Kentucky fans or Louisville fans, and then there was the few, uh, you know, that liked both, so. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And so, what led you, let's go ahead and dive in, Uh, what led you, uh, you got a book coming out in October, and uh, so what led you to write this book? Yeah, so I, um... I remember when my Jesus, the song first came out, I started to realize how people were, were, you know, pulled to the story behind it. They wanted to mm-hmm. know what is it about, you know, um, what came about, how did you get the song and all that? And I can share on interviews like this or on stage, but I can't go into depth like I wanted to do and really share like how God moment by moment, what he did in my life and the miracles he performed. And so I really felt the need and just kind of felt called by the Lord to write this book. And we wrote it in about a month and a half. It was very fast and very like out of nowhere. We just decided to just to write a book and I did it. And, um, and so I just felt like I needed to share the story of what God did in my life. But more than that, I felt like there needed to be a book that just really talked about loss and suffering and tragedy, but God's goodness in the midst of it. So the book, My Jesus, is is really about that. It's from heartache to hope. It talks about the brokenness of the moment that I lost my brother Jacob. And then it also talks about the hope I found and then what God has done in my life up until now. And five years later, the miracles he's performed and and how he's truly taken, you know, ashes and exchanged them for and given me beauty. And so um, it's just really, it's really cool to see how the song impacted people. But now my, my prayer is that this book, my Jesus would impact people and bring them closer to God and help them through their suffering. Yeah. Well, I will say I finished reading your book the other night and it was mm-hmm. one of those books where I just had to know, you know, what, what happened in the next chapter. And so it was really, it really draws, I really mm-hmm. will believe that it will draw readers in uh, to your Thank story you. and to your family's life. And so uh, the story about how you got your start in, in music, it's such a powerful story. And it, mm-hmm. I mean, you were going in one direction and then, you know, you share in your book about August 1st and how the whole Nashville thing started. So uh, mm-hmm. tell our listeners uh, about that and take us on a journey and healing uh, that you write in your book. Yeah. Place. So, you know, my story of how I got into music um, to kind of sum it up a little bit so that you can go read the book and, and uh, read the details of it is basically that I was, um, I grew up wanting to be an astronaut and work for NASA. I had no desire to, to be in music or anything like that. Like none at all played piano my whole life. My, my mom wanted me to play piano and kind of forced us to take piano lessons, but I hated taking piano and it was just something that I didn't enjoy at all. And so, but then when my brother passed away, I just felt this pull towards worshiping God like that I'd never felt before, Um, more in the sense of being at the piano and worshiping and singing to him that way. And, um, you know, I grew up in church and 
grew up singing hymns and singing at church, but never sang in front of anyone before up until this point in my life. And so, um, but I remember just sitting at the piano one day and I was worshiping the, the Lord to the Lord. And uh, I remember my mom comes in the room and she's freaking out and she's crying and she's like, Anne, we didn't know you could sing. What are you like, what are you doing? Like, we had no idea you could sing. And I remember just, just kind of telling my mom, like, mom, this is just me worshiping God. And I don't really know what's happening right now. And so she ends up asking me if I would be willing to sing at my brother's funeral, um, which then led to me singing at his funeral for the first time in front of anyone. There were over 1200 people there. The church was packed out. And so I sang at my brother's funeral for the first time in front of anyone. And then that led to releasing a YouTube video that was put on um, YouTube and then ended up going viral. And then every moment basically after that was just miracle after miracle, which is in the book. It's crazy to see how God did what he did. And I met with a manager in Nashville. He started developing me, started getting me into writing rooms. And then um, I had a dream of the Lord kind of fulfilling um, this this whole career to me. And I knew in my heart that it was going to happen. And then, um, then the finance part of all of it, which is what you mentioned about August 1st and everything that needed to happen ended up happening the way that God had it intended and in the way that it happened in the dream. So it was just a really cool story of how God started me in the music industry. And then even cooler when I started writing, um, in 2019 and after just one co-write, I got a call from the head of Capital Christian music group wanting to meet with me. And then four months later signed a record deal. So it's so cool that the Lord kind of just had me on this fast track and was opening mm-hmm. doors for me left and right. And so, um, yeah, it's a really cool story. And there's so many more details in there that are actually really important that I feel like people need to read and see like, mm-hmm. this is what God does in lives and this is how he works. And so, but yeah, that's kind of the gist of how I got into music and just the Lord just answering prayers and just doing incredible things. Now, they are sending people up to space for a million bucks. Have you thought about, you know, doing oh, that absolutely. eventually? I would love yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking to a friend about it the other day. Just like, I feel like in my lifetime, there's going to be something where we can go to space, even if it's right. just like a day trip or something, you yeah. know? And, and so hopefully like, it'll be cheaper by then too. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had Matthew West on a few weeks ago and he, and he mentioned you and, uh, oh, we were talking him. about his songwriting and stuff like that. And he mentioned your, your, uh, song, my Jesus, and yeah. you write about that in your book. Um, so tell our listeners briefly a little bit about what exactly happened that day. Like after you recorded and, uh, just the, mm-hmm. I guess the story too, behind the song, my Jesus. So when I wrote my Jesus, that was my first time writing together in a room with Matthew West and our friend Jeff Pardo. I'd written with Jeff before and I'd written with Matthew one other time, but we weren't really close friends or anything yet. Uh, Matthew, I was a huge fan of growing up. So I was like terrified of him and I was like such a big fan in the room and it was so scary, but we ended up writing together and it went really well. And we wrote my Jesus and we like loved the song, loved the message, but uh, didn't really, I didn't really think it was that good of a song. Um, to be honest, I thought it was just an okay song and it might reach a few people or whatever. But, um, I remember finishing up that song and then we actually wrote another song that same day called no place like home, which is on my record, which is a story about me and my brother and our farm in Kentucky and Mm -hmm. our memories together. So it was a, such a special day. And I remember, 
um, kind of the, a little bit of the backstory of my Jesus was that I had always written in my journals, my Jesus, since my brother had passed away. So he, he passed away in 2017. And right after he died, I started journaling and I would always say like, thank you, my Jesus for another day, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I love you, my Jesus or whatever. And I didn't realize that at the time, but then years later, as I was starting to write songs, I looked back in my journals and realized that I had never referred to God as any other name other than my Jesus. Mm. So what was cool about that, though, is that I went into that right that day with that title and Matthew West and Jeff both had that title as well separately. We didn't know we had to talk about it. We come in that day. And so it was like God was just planning out that day that we needed to write that song. So it was a really special day. Now, what happened that same day after you recorded? You talk about it in your book a little bit. Yeah. Um, honestly, I so, read sorry. that and I was like, wow, man, the enemy was the really winter. just trying to come against everything. Yeah. So the day that we recorded was a different day than when we wrote the song. So when we recorded My Jesus, um, I was going into the studio. Like everything was a great, it was just a great day, like sunny day, like everything was fine. And I, go into the, you know, the um, studio with my producer and we were doing the song and then I started to get kind of sick feeling and I just thought maybe it's something I've eaten, whatever, but I kept singing, kept pushing through. And then little by little, I started to see, oh, something's wrong. I'm getting sick. And I thought maybe it's just a stomach bug or food poisoning. And so as I'm driving home, I had to leave the studio early because I was so sick and I was driving home and like all by myself. And, uh, I remember just pulling over in a Kroger parking lot and going into the bathroom and was just so sick for hours mm-hmm. on hours on hours and, um, call my mom. She comes to get me and she takes me to urgent care and, and we're trying to figure out what's wrong with me. And I was severely I was throwing up in excess. Like at this time it had been probably 30 to 40 times and mm. it was so awful. And so my mom's like, lay your hand on the horn if you think you're going to die. And she's in there for maybe five minutes. And I lay my hand on the horn with the little strength I had left. And I mm. felt my body going numb and I was, I was severely sick. So we go into the hospital and we found out that I had a horrible infection in my intestines and kind of all over my my body and that I could have died if I hadn't have been like, if I hadn't have gotten there when I did. And so it was like the enemy was attacking me as we were recording this song. He knew exactly what was about to happen with this song, how many right. lives it was going to change, but was trying to stop me in my tracks of recording the vocal. And we ended up having to redo the vocal because of that, of how sick I was that day. Wow. Um, but it was like the enemy, he never can win. So it's a, right. but it's a crazy, a crazy story of how, how sick I was, how I almost died the same day we recorded yeah. my Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. And, and in the book, you go into detail about it. So uh, yeah. in your book, you also share um, about a time you were in your vehicle with your parents and your sister and how the song mercy me came on uh, the song, mm-hmm. even if on the radio. And it was at the time where you guys were driving up to the, um, was it to the, uh, the car place, I guess yeah. your brother's vehicle yeah. Yeah. and the song, even if came on and your dad, I, I'm assuming, I, I believe he said that we are not going to stray away from God as a family. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. oftentimes people experience grief and loss and, uh, having experienced that myself too, you know, it's, it's really easy to stray away from God when you're, when you're not, you don't have your eyes focused on him. And so, yeah. 
how would what would you say to someone who is unsure of God um, in the midst of you know loss and tragedy and, and hard times? Yeah, I feel like it's you know it's really hard that we have to suffer through loss and tragedy, and yeah. we weren't designed to do it. We were designed for the garden. We were designed for peace with God and community with Him, and no sin and no death and no loss. But um, we don't have a choice, and so now we're stuck in this fallen world. And mm-hmm. um, I would say the biggest thing for me that I realized pretty early on was that I have to choose to trust God in the midst of my tragedy, or else I'm not going to survive. So for me, the biggest thing in that time was realizing that God was my focus. I had to trust him. I had to fix my eyes on him and trust that he was going to get me through it. And for those walking through loss, that's the the biggest piece of advice that I would give them. It's also all over the book, my Jesus and all in it. But when you're suffering through loss and tragedy and grief, the number one thing you have to realize is that Number one, God didn't design you for it. And so that's not God's intent is for you to have to suffer, but that that was on us, that we chose sin over over him and reality and over the goodness of him. And so um, I think when I realized that, it changed my perspective. And then also realizing that God's going to get you through and entrusting that no matter how painful it is, no matter how hard it is, believing that God is going to pull you through the tragedy and get you on the other side or get you to a place where you can stand a little firmer and not be so broken. And, you know, you're always going to live with that wound and those scars and that pain, just like I do every day. But knowing that I'm going to get to see my brother in heaven one day is what makes it worth it for me. And and the same for you too. It's knowing that there's a hope past this fallen world and that's eternity Mm -hmm. with Jesus. Yeah. Amen. So, Anne, who is this book for, and and what do you hope that readers will take away from this? You know, this book is for everyone in every walk of life, um, no matter what you're going through. I think it's you can relate with it if you're going through a divorce, if you're suffering from an illness, if you've lost a loved one, if you're just depressed and anxious and worried about your future. Um, it's a book for little girls, you know, teenagers, all ages of every different circumstance in life. Um, I, I, my deepest prayer is that obviously this book would, would draw people closer to Jesus, that they would see his tangible love and um, goodness throughout the story of my life and that they would be able to go, okay, if he can do that for Anne, he can do that for me and he can, and he's going to do that for me. And that's really why I felt like I needed to share this story was that God did incredible things in my life and he continues to do that. But that means he's going to do that same thing for everyone else. Like he's that good of a God and Mm -hmm. it might look different. It might not always be like, you know, a music career or whatever, but it's going to be your own story of what God's going to do in your life. And so um, I really just pray that people feel the the love of God. They feel his presence. They um, are drawn closer. And then specifically the people that have walked through like losing a loved one. Um, I really pray that this book helps them get through it, especially the ones that are currently walking through it, that this book gives them a little bit of hope, a little bit of life that helps them push through what they're going through and um, that they choose to fix their eyes on God and and choose to trust him through it all. Amen. So now we are going to get into some really, really deep questions, Anne. Uh, this next segment is uh, called Your Favorite Things. And so whatever uh, comes to your mind, and first, just, just name that. So uh, your first thing is your favorite food. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what, is your, what is your go-to order at Chick-fil-A? 
so unhealthy. I get just nuggets <laughs> and fries and I get the diet lemonade. It's so good. Okay. So the diet lemonade kind of balances out the, the fried yeah. nuggets and stuff. And the yeah. Fries. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Interstellar. Interstellar it's a space okay. movie. It's mm-hmm. a great movie. Yeah. What is uh do you have a show that you binge? Um, I don't have one specifically, but I love Stranger Things, the new season okay. that came out a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. I love Stranger Things. Cool. Uh well, who is your favorite artist of all time? Johnny Cash and Dolly Parton. It's like oh, half and half. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll get to sing with Dolly Parton. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh-huh. I would love that. Do you have a, a dream duet? Um, yes, I would say Dolly Parton for sure. And then I'm a huge fan of Morgan Wallen. So I would say that would be, yeah, amazing. Uh, do you have a a go-to ice cream flavor? Chocolate. Chocolate. Just classic chocolate. Just classic chocolate. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast? Ooh, uh, I love this one for sure. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, I love a lot of podcasts. I feel like I, every day is kind of different for what I'm like needing some encouragement for, but, um, I really like the Annie Downs podcast too. She's one of my good friends. So I love listening to her podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, do you have a favorite Bible verse? Yes. First Peter five ten. I talk about this in my book. Um, it's a book, a verse that my brother had written in on note cards all over his room. We found it right after he passed away. Um, and the verse is, it says, and after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace will himself confirm, restore and establish you. And it just felt like such a verse that me and my family needed to get through that time. And it's kind of become like my life verse over the past five years. Well, you have gotten through the hard question segment of the interview. So congratulations <laughs> on that. So what right. is next for you, Anne, and how can our listeners keep up with you and when and where can they pick up a copy of My Jesus? The book? Yeah. So um, currently I'm on tour with Casting Crowns and Kane. We'll be out until beginning of December. So um, we're playing a lot of shows. We'd love to see you. If you go to my website, annwilsonofficial.com. It has all my tour dates, has all of the book info. My book, My Jesus, um, comes out October 25th, but it's already been being sold at shows. So if you come to a show, you can get your own copy of it before then. Um, And yeah, I'm going to be on tour with Casting Crowns. And then in December, I'm going to be out on tour with Phil Wickham on uh, the Behold Christmas Tour. We're going to be on the West Coast for a few shows. So have a lot of touring coming up um, on the road a lot and but I'm so excited about this book, My Jesus. And um, yeah, if you go to my website, that has all the info for how you can get your own copy of it. You can order it online, but um, also can get it at a show as well. So yeah, great. So to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help build our listeners' faith. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I feel like God has been speaking to me more than anything has been um as I've been, you know, in the more in the industry and, and performing and being on the road and just constantly doing stuff and being busy all the time, um, one thing that God's been reminding me of is how He has given me, like, I have an identity outside of my career. And I felt like this, I've been speaking this to even just friends and family, and they've all just kind of been like impacted by it. So I hope that it blesses someone today that's listening. But um, the perspective that, 
I'm a child of God, no matter if I ever have success or no matter what I do with my life. And I think that that's the biggest calling ever is knowing that no matter what you do, no matter if you fail, no matter if you succeed, no matter if you feel like everything's going great in life or everything's awful, knowing that your identity is higher than that and that it's you're a child of God and that God is pleased with you as his child more than anything, more than anything you can accomplish. For me, as like a perfectionist, that's something that really means a lot to me is knowing that I don't have to strive for excellence and perfection all the time to get his approval, but that I've already, I already have his love and approval and he's already pleased with me aside from all of that. And so um, that's just been something that's been on my heart recently and that I feel like the Lord has been really teaching me. Well, and thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me today. And uh, October 25th, get grab a copy of My Jesus, catch yeah. in on tour uh, this fall and this this Christmas. And so uh, before we leave, I just want to hear you say, go cards. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> well, thanks again, Ann, for sitting down with us and chatting and thank you listener for tuning in this week we hope to see you next week be sure before then to go to our website christianmusicguys.com to see about upcoming episodes and listen to past ones also also you can see there how to join our support team find us on all socials at christian music guys we'll see you next week Bye.